What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Speaking Livecast series. This episode's guest was with Brandon Kellum of American Standards. Uh, this was a really traditional uh, livecast chat where there really wasn't a whole lot premeditated as far as what we were going to talk about. So uh, at this point, uh, Dan and Brandon had basically been twitching, uh, no, not like convulsing or anything like that, but been on Twitch streaming video games and so forth, and that was something that they started talking about. Uh, it's something I've tried doing because I actually got the new Xbox uh, Series X and have been trying to stream some of the games I've been playing, which range from anything t uh, from, you know, at this point, it's still just basically Madden and so forth, but uh, and NBA 2K. But I've also been playing Last of Us 2, uh, put in some good work on that the other day, and uh, have the new Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, on deck as well. And I still have to finish up uh, Red Dead 2. I'm not too far away from the end of that, but I kind of already know how that's going to end, so I've not really been motivated to play it. Um, so this is kind of a very heavy uh, video game streaming uh, kind of conversation, and uh, it was kind of cool just to see where it went. Um, Contrary to maybe what people think, uh, I don't have any beef with Brandon. It's just a, a fun thing to kind of play into. Uh, I mean, if you're a fellow wrestling fan or whatever, then, you know, heels, baby faces, which I think Brandon would just be the Cena of this and would be a perpetual baby face, which maybe makes him a heel to some people. But this has uh, been a lot of fun uh, getting to chat with him on this and uh, doing some of the other episodes that we've done over on Discography Discussion, uh, including our Every Time I Die chat, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, going to keep this short. And uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm posting this as of when you're hearing this on Wednesday. We're actually doing our next live cast tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, we're doing it with uh, Joseph and Scott from Violent Life, Violent Death. Very much looking forward to having those dudes back on the podcast. If you got some time, go back through the archive. Go check out when we talked to them the last time. Go listen to their new music. Uh, I think if you're a fan of the show and you're a fan of a lot of the bands we have on, you should like this. Uh, you should like this band. So let's get into this conversation. We'll hopefully see you tomorrow for the live cast. And if not, then we'll see you on Sunday with uh, our episode with Wade McNeil of Alexis on Fire. Talk to you then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Kellum is here. Uh, or thank you, Mario, or that dude that's in American Standards that baby verted that food into that dude's mouth one time pre-COVID. That's going to be my legacy. John, you have some beautiful lighting, sir. That uh, lighting is on par in your setup right now. Hey, shut up. That's literally <laughs> just my my light in my room well it's perfect dan looks like he's like in a cave somewhere <laughs> i, I am in a cave this is the dan <laughs> this is the disgust metal dan cave okay i do all kinds of i got all kinds of cool stuff in my cave okay i got a record player behind me i've got a a, a vintage computer for playing doom i've got all the things okay i've got this clock that makes me look like i'm like a 60 year old woman or something like that I've got yeah. this whiskey painting, and I've got a corner. I'm just sat in the I corner. I didn't even see the whiskey painting. Now that, that's good stuff. See, um, I don't ever have enough whiskey to, to have it be photographed or painted. It would just be an empty glass. <laughs> Joe uh, Joe's in the chat right now on Twitch. He says, I have so many Amstam vinyls. I think I have two Amstam vinyls. I've got Hungry Hands and... No, no, I just have Hungry Hands. Uh, and Well, that's um, two more than I have. I have hungry hands on cassette as well. I mean, that's I have hungry. These hands, hands are hungry. Hell yeah! Later, buddy. For beer, dude. And you got mm. that uh, classic Artreyu shirt. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I told him. Yeah, they I reprinted it. I, I had like, to. Uh, I had to rebuy it in fat boy size because a youth large doesn't fit me anymore. 
I hear you, dude. So I went from wearing mediums to uh, sizing up a few years ago. Then I lost a bunch of weight and got rid of all the larges and extra larges I bought. Now, uh, you know, post quarantine, I'm right back to the larges I wish I would have kept. That's hilarious. <laughs> I uh, I feel that. I've actually um, recently gone down. Uh, hey, what's up, Alex? Alex Sander has entered the chat. By the way, speaking of our last live cast, want to say thank you to uh, to Joe from Lightworker for uh, letting Dan know to tell me that this was available for a second pressing. Got this in yeah, the mail dude. the other day. Hell yeah, that's the real deal. Like that's uh, yeah, because it's so funny too because he sends me the message at like six o'clock in the morning, and I'm me right, so I'm like, he's like, yeah, make sure to send this to John, forward it to John, and I was all like, okay, cool, and then like, and then like ten. Um, 10 minutes later no 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 it was like three hours later my bad my bad um the oh that's that's good to know alexander just said the twitch stream is much higher quality than the facebook stream oh, that's surprising. cool yeah that's surprising at all actually i mean twitch twitch this is their thing you know but um no what i was saying is so like yeah he sends me the message at six o'clock in the morning and he's like send this to john i was like okay great i will and then like one o'clock in the afternoon he's like hey did you send this to john yet because one of the variants is sold out and i was like oh wait yeah sorry this is like really important hold on <laughs> so i went and sent it to john and then john's like oh sweet thanks i uh, almost missed that and i was like oh man i kind of wish that i would have told him at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> about it but I don't know. I just assume that I just assume that nobody's awake during that time. So I, I oh just, no, that's now I get up at five o'clock to go to work. So that's great. Geez. Well, also six for me is seven for you. So you know, Brandon's well, still sound asleep. At six, it's like what four in the morning. Yeah, I'm nowhere near waking up at that point. Here's a so here's some heat I just got that a friend of mine gave me for a belated birthday that I think Dan will appreciate. I have cassettes. <laughs> oh, I do appreciate that. Hello, Cool J. Janet Jackson Control, Salt and Pepper's Black Magic, oh. the Peace Day Resistance, motherfucking Ice Tea Power. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Love Do you it. have a cassette player to play those in, though? Uh oh, yep. in the tour. Yeah, he does. It's all vintage. <laughs> By the way, Alex, uh, you're the only one who's going to understand this, but uh, I didn't send the message because those Everflows weren't going to fix themselves. I thought they were even flows. I thought that's what Eddie Vedder used to bitch about. We call them never flows. They're oxygen concentrators. They they break a lot. <laughs> they don't concentrate on shit. They don't concentrate at all. And neither do I. <laughs> Joe says no no crazy sexy cool, John. I have that on vinyl. Oh, okay. Well, that just makes it all okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, legitimately, if, if my album of the year was what I actually listened to the most, it would probably be Crazy Sexy Cool, Fan Mail, and probably be a toss-up between the self-titled Janet Jackson and uh, Rhythm Nation. Nice. Ladies nice. and gentlemen, the host of Brutally Speaking, right here. Sadly, <laughs> like mine, it. every time I look at those Spotify like replays of everything you've uh, listened to most, it's always some obscure like sleep artist that I just listen to as ambient music while I'm sleeping. So I just see like ten people I've never even heard of that I've listened to eight hours a night for the last like several months. That's hilarious. As far as you, as far as you don't boost your uh, or what do they call that? Uh, fuck, what is that called? Uh, uh, play farming or farm plays or something like that. I'm lost on this one. 
<laughs> uh, basically, like it's you just have a bunch of devices playing the same thing to like generate listens or plays for it, but you're oh, not actually. Okay. So I could just I don't American standards on like five devices and play them through the net. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I know that has a term. I just can't remember what it is. <laughs> I like sound farming. Yeah. That, that sounds good. I might have to look into this. <laughs> Well, so speaking of cool things, and one of the reasons I wanted to have Brandon on tonight, other than the fact that we just had a dude straight up cancel on us, and Brandon's kind of my side chick that I call whenever I need things, you know, right I'm now. The second bet. Yeah. But it's, it's always the safe bet, right? Like, you're the one that eventually I'm going to take down the aisle. You know what I mean? Like, one of these days. I promise I'm not gaslighting you. Just one of these days. But um, I don't know how the wife and kids will feel about that, Dan, but uh, if I get to move into this cool man cave you have, Dude, I got a couch. Like, you see this couch? I can this see it in the great. background. This is a great couch. I got, dude, I got everything. I got Godzilla posters. You got the old I retro mean, games? Well, I mean, yeah, I got, got old retro games. games. I've got like a weird Jake Jake Bannon esque, uh, you know, thing. Um, I agree with Alexander. He says, I mean, I'd hit it. So, you know, <laughs> Selling give Alex a call me. if things don't work out between us. Um, but, you know, I do think that like it's been really cool. So, Brandon and I, and John, to a to a little bit of an extent, have all kind of jumped onto this whole like live streaming thing. And for I don't know, maybe, how long have we been doing this, John? Like six, maybe six months now, where we've been just hopping on live. Like one one night, John was like, "Why don't we just record our intros and outros as like a live thing?" once a week and i was like oh okay and then like i fought john for like almost over a year being like i don't want to do instagram live because uh, well, i'm how to do both of us yeah it was like this and like facebook live you couldn't do it or whatever and then so like i eventually once i got a relatively good setup at home i decided to start streaming on twitch i have a good setup other than the fact that i have no light down here like at all um <laughs> That's Which is how I prefer most of the time. I mean, honestly, I kind of enjoy the dark uh, dungeon aspect of it. Really, uh, it, I think it fits what I do very well. But, um, but the the uh, the thing was, is I was like, yeah, I think I think I'm going to start a Twitch channel because, like, I play games late at night anyway. And originally, I had thought that Twitch was really just uh, just video games, like people just played video games on Twitch, um, and a lot of them do. But then I saw like all the people that are doing just like just chatting and and like just, just kind of like hanging out and stuff. and stuff like that on there. From what I'm seeing, yeah, dude. Like I, there was a there was a girl doing a uh, body painting, like really cool, like cosplay, like and just like showing people like how she does it. You know, uh, I thought that was really cool. And like there, there's been all of this cool stuff. So I was like, well, I guess I'll go ahead and start a Twitch channel, and it'll just be you know. For the first couple of weeks, it was just like some people would uh, would show up that were fans of the podcast, and it was a cool time to just get to like hang out with me. That's not Facebook Messenger, you know, because Messenger you send a message and it's like, oh, okay, well, he might answer this, <laughs> like might not, but probably not. Um, so it became kind of a hangout or whatever, and um, and I just kind of kept doing it and was like, you know, I, I actually see potential for like a lot of cool stuff. Uh, on this platform and uh then like i think it was like maybe two three weeks later brandon here was like yeah i think i'm gonna start uh start streaming on twitch you know and um and sure enough he's there he's on his ps4 he's he's playing games plays playing cool stuff like friday the 13th and 
Um, the least really cool creepy. stuff on Twitch. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But uh, so, Brandon, let's let's make this like an interview, kind of. Um, like what? Uh, what made you decide to start a Twitch? And don't just say that like because I saw you doing it. No, no. Actually, I was playing um, this game called Detroit, which I've got all of like fifteen minutes in right now. But Detroit is a great like, game. That's what I hear. But so I played about fifteen minutes of it, and my friend was watching me play it, and he's like. This is hilarious. You should go on Twitch. And I heard a, you know, I've heard of Twitch before, but I didn't realize how easy it is just to get a PS4 camera and start whenever you want. Like, you don't have to have any set. Like, if I want to go on right now, it's going to take me two minutes to start streaming. So it's so little effort. Um, so I thought I would give it a try. But going into it the first time, I thought I was going to have to push it like consistent, like with a band. You're going to have to consistently push and promote to get anybody to watch it. The first time I went on there, I had three or four people like in the chat that I didn't even know that just stumbled across it because the games I've been playing, although they're they're cool games, they're not super popular games. They're not like, you know, the first person shooter games like Fortnite and Call of Duty and all that. So they yeah. have way less like viewers on there, and way less people that are playing it. But because of that, you actually get on the first page of results. So the, all the games I've been playing is just have organic people coming into it. Today was actually the first day that I think I pushed it on my personal social media to come check it out. And that's the beauty I love of it right now is just the fact that anytime I want to do it, I can do it. I don't have to plan it with four other guys in a band. Like, can you get together to do this, you know? And, yeah. uh, and it does feel like a community. Like, in the same way that being in a band, you connect with other bands. You connect with other people that join your Twitch or your their streaming, and they tell you about their channel. And then you go check out their channel. And it's, it, it really feels like that same community vibe that you get from a band. Yeah, and like the cool thing about it too is that like the people that checked out your channel and like it and like follow you, there's always some sort of connection as far as uh, interests go, um, and and what and what people, you know, they checked you out because maybe they like the game you're playing, and then they hear you talk and see you on camera or whatever, and you know, fall in love with you and send you creepy <laughs> stalker messages. No, that, that hasn't <laughs> that hasn't happened to me yet, but yeah, um, that's I, I just do that to Brandon. But like, I think it's, I think it's really cool that we have that connection. So like, for me, I was playing Doom. Uh, Doom's like my favorite game, so I just play it all the time, you know, uh, recreationally. And um, you know, I had some, I had, a, I had some really cool guys uh, raid my channel uh, last week. Um, uh, uh, violence obscene. Um, and um like blood of beast and, and all of that um and john Beatty has entered the chat who's that who's jay Beatty 616 <laughs> but uh yeah like i think that like it was really 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 cool seeing um seeing that they checked out my channel because they like doom and i like doom and then it came down to just like oh cool well not only do they like doom but they also like metal well yeah. I also like metal, um, <laughs> you know, like, and it, so it just, it just became this thing. And the thing I like about it too, is that like a lot of the people that are going to follow you on Twitch are also themselves streamers. So not only, not only do you, not only do you get the benefit of somebody watching your streams and supporting you in that way, but you also have content that you also might enjoy. It's on like the these band watching band thing. Like, Totally, know, yeah. Stick around for other bands, and they'll stick around for you, and vice versa. No, I it's really, it's vibe. yeah, it's really cool. It's a totally different vibe too. Like you were saying, Brandon, like from 
like because I was thinking about I was telling my wife this today before I before I came down to do the stream that like you know uh, Twitch isn't really like um, it's not like Facebook and like Twitter and like Instagram or anything like like those things like you can have a ton of followers and it mean nothing at all. Yeah, in the sense that like you can have a million followers on those platforms, but when you post something, maybe only like one percent of them actually sees it, you know, or something like that. I'm actually um, curious. So going off of that, Dan, you know more about this than I know about it. I'm I'm like two weeks in at this point. So every time someone goes live, sometimes I feel like I get emails or like notifications, and sometimes I don't. I don't understand why. So are you saying like every time someone goes live that you're following? Do they get like a push, like go check out this or something? Yeah, like I, I see that throughout the day. I don't always get a notification though. Um, yeah, I should. I, don't I mean, get the the algorithm for it yet, but <laughs> yeah, like I'll I'll periodically check it, and and like a lot of the times, like you'll be streaming or um, one of my other friends will be streaming, but like for the most part, it's been very. Um, kind of hit or miss i know when i first started streaming because like the very first time you stream on twitch you're like what like texting your friends being like hey can you hop on my stream or whatever you know because because you're dumb and you think it works like facebook right like so like the more people uh that are watching you know maybe that means that you're going to come up better in search results but like it doesn't actually work that way you know it, it really doesn't work that way at all um twitch it's really just about what game you're playing and how discoverable you are with that game yeah, so I mean, that's what I kind of feel like right now. Like, I mean, like I said, a week and a half in, so I've got very little context. But I feel like the only edge I have I've had is I'm not playing like the game where everybody, like thousands of people, are playing that one game. So where I first started getting people starting to tune in was I started doing like UFC just had that pe- uh, pay per view uh, last weekend. So I was like, well, I'm just going to take that pay per view and recreate these fights on UFC three. So from that, I had like a hundred people that like jumped on that, and I know you were on there, and Joe was on there. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, pretty active chat. And like, it was just, you know, a lot of fun th- going through that. And then I'm like, well, this works. So let me do the same thing with the WWE, uh, with the pay per view they just had for Hell in a Cell. So I've been just trying to take those, like, kind of games that I already had, but topical for the moment. Today, I just did the Friday the 13th one because I'm like, well, Halloween, you know, it's not a lot of people are streaming this game. I think there's three people streaming that game. Have they fixed any of the bugs on that fucking Friday, thing? Yet? Uh, Friday the 13th? Well, I will say so. I yeah. tried to jump online during the middle of the stream because I was just playing the. Um, whatever story mode and it took probably find a server at all yeah yeah it took like three minutes and didn't find anybody so i just gave up on it but i have i mean i've played online uh with like dead by dawn and stuff and that game always seems to to work pretty well for online yeah absolutely personally of what you're doing though dan because what you're doing is like originally the reason why i called it thank you mario was because i wanted to play retro games and as you know starting a band starting a, a website Every single name is taken. So, like, when I was thinking of names, I was think I was trying to think of things. What Alter Beast sixty nine sixty nine wasn't around? Yeah, right. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> Welcome to your doom. I was trying to think of games, like things that happened in games that would annoy me as a kid. And the first thing I thought of was that goddamn dog from uh, Duck Hunt. But I couldn't think of a way to make that a username. So the why didn't you just call I it the goddamn of, dog from Duck Hunt? Probably just making a long ass acronym that makes or, no or, sense. Or yeah, G G D G D D H D. The world is a beautiful place. I'm no longer afraid to die. Um, <laughs> duck hunt dog. <laughs> Actually, that should have been your name, Duck Hunt Dog. Duck Hunt Dog. So the next D-H-D. thing I thought of, 
I think I'm gonna steal that. Was this um this thank you Mario thing, which was essentially like you know when you're playing Mario and you beat the first world and you get to the castle and Toad's like you know oh thank you Mario, but the princess is in another castle. So I just that for some reason that stuck with me. I'm like that's got to be taken, and it wasn't taken. So that's why I picked the name. But now it doesn't make any sense because I'm using this name. And I'm not streaming retro games. So I'm I'm thinking about rebranding it. But for now I'm. Here's, here's your name. Rebranding. 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 That sounds like a MySpace name almost. <laughs> well, I think that like, um, like for me, I, it's funny because like you started messaging me a little bit after you started your channel, and I was like, um, you know, you were like, dude, I think it's really genius how you're like, you know, picking games that are like da 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 da. Um, and I didn't know how to tell you this, but like. There's really no rhyme or reason b- behind what games I pick. Um, I'm just like really old, and a lot of the <laughs> games that and a lot of the games that I like are old as well. Like I said, Doom Doom is my favorite game, and I could absolutely stream like the new Doom games, you know, that have come out because uh, I played those and I like those, or whatever. But I just don't feel like I'm really good enough to be playing them on stream. So, um. I've basically just been streaming new old games like that uh, Crystal Caves. That one looked cool. I like that. Yeah, you can buy that game on Steam for like seven bucks. You know what I mean? So it is a new game, but it's a it's a remake of an old game. And uh, like last night, I was like, man, I'm really bored. You know what I haven't played in a long time? Rogue Squadron. Like you remember the N64 Star Wars yeah, Rogue yeah. Squadron? Well, that's available. Excuse me on PC. And I was like, screw it, man. I'm going to play Rogue Squadron right now because that's what I want to play. And I'm just going to stream it because maybe somebody else might, you know, be like, oh, cool. You know, so-and-so is playing Rogue Squadron. That's one of my favorite games, you know. Um, And so, yeah, there's not a lot of rhyme or reason. I think um, when I first started, I was on a schedule. So it was like Mondays and Thursdays, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch from this time, you know until i get too tired i haven't fallen asleep on a stream yet but i'm, I'm sure it's gonna happen don't rule There's it probably out a market for that yeah let's just be let's just be this like eight hours of this <laughs> yeah it's this asmr of dan sleeping i actually have seen that there's if you go to um if you go to uh youtube there's a uh there's a compilation of twitch streamers that have fallen asleep on their streams <laughs> I don't get so the majority of people on Twitch seem like they stream like they'll be like six hour stream, twelve hour stream, twenty four hour stream. I'm at like the forty five minute mark. I'm like, all right, later, guys. Deuces. Well, you remember when Joe from uh, Ice Nine Kills did a twenty four hour stream of him sitting on his balcony in his apartment, (laughs) and like legitimately at one point I checked in because following Patrick and all them on Twitter, he was just like, "There's like sixty people legit watching Joe sleeping on his balcony." Which further proves the point. I mean, Truman Show was like way ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, Dude, totally. I mean, I will say this to like going into Twitch. Like, I was I hadn't really streamed a lot of people prior to actually streaming myself. So, I mean, almost the same arc of me being in a band. I hadn't been to a lot of shows before I started playing shows myself. So, like, it's still I'm struggling to find out like what is my niche in this because I remember as a kid having a brother that's ten years older, and the worst thing in the world was to sit there and watch him play a game. It was like, let me play this game. I don't want to watch you play a game. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how I can add, like, some type of entertainment or value to people that are coming. And I think the chat is it, you know. Once you get a chat that's interactive, 
then people want to stick around because it's the game's a background to hanging out, you know? Well, it's funny you say that because like what's I kind of had wanted to start doing it as well because typically I just play sports games and, you know, I play with like one of my friends, like uh, Frank that I know Dan knows who it is, but it's like my friend Frank that uh, tour manages and TMs and all that shit and was in the band The World We Knew. And uh, we would play UFC and I would just get beaten the fuck up typically. Dude, do you have uh, UFC 3? Uh, no, because I got rid of my EA pass. Actually, yeah, I might I'm still have it. I don't know. If not, um, continue. Sorry. Okay, I'm not super great at that one. I, I even You're lose against the computer. <laughs> but use but the stand up and just like the boxing version, basically, just stand up and brawl. Like I fucking love doing that. And yeah, even if I get my ass whooped, it's still fun. Yeah. Um, but it was a thing where like typically I just play sports games because. I don't know, like they hold the replayability when you're playing by yourself, yeah. which is typically what I do. But uh, I started doing Last of Us, too, and was getting to the point where I had basically just started the game. I think I was only two hours into the game, so I really hadn't gone too much into the game. And I got it to work, but I couldn't get like a camera to work because I was under the impression I could just hook up literally this camera to my PlayStation or through the computer wallet connects to the PlayStation or whatever. I, I don't know. Like all that shit confuses me. Brandon, um, you do it with your phone, don't you? I just do it with the PS camera. So it's like that. Oh, okay. PS camera. Yeah. All right. But, uh, okay. But, uh, maybe when I get my Xbox in like two weeks from today, I'll, uh, stream from my new Xbox. But, uh, it was a thing where I started playing the game and I was like, this actually probably is really boring to fucking watch because, uh, <laughs> all it's going to be is me just being like oh, shit. oh shit and if anyone's like talking to me I'm probably going to pause the game and be like shut the fuck shut, 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 the, shut the fuck up <laughs> and that's how you get no followers on Twitch I mean I don't I, I don't know to me like I almost feel like when you watch some of this like I think Ronnie Radke does one and I swear he I don't ever see him playing games maybe he plays Modern Warfare I I guess I don't know, but it just seems like half the time most of these people don't even fucking play video games. But I guess that's not really what Twitch is anymore. And I think kind of speaks to sort of what all of us are trying to figure out between musicians, podcasters, whatever is what's the platform that I guess gives us the most engagement and the most fun for what we want to do with it. Like, you know, coincidentally, um, you know, I have been thinking of trying to find a way to streamline listeners for the podcast like we're everywhere but seemingly you still find people who well you're not on this like podcast that probably or podcast app that probably has like fucking 10 people using it like oh you you, you don't what was uh, vero oh my god you're not on vero you don't have the podcast on vero so i i I can't, uh, you know fuck me i guess and i'm sure it's same with the bands like people are like oh you're not on you know old myspace websites.com so i can't you know find you on my zanga page anymore so fuck you and it's just like at a certain point it's like how how wide of a net do you need to cast anymore and coincidentally in thinking about this doc coil posted today that he's basically only putting his podcast on youtube if you want to hear it that's it and that was actually something i had thought about putting it on because everyone can access youtube doesn't matter if you have an android an iphone if you're on a computer like you can get youtube is that for the X-Men podcast? Yeah. Nice. And yeah. so was a thing too between the videos and shit that he's probably doing with Zoom and or whatever app he's using um, is a thing where it's it kind of makes more sense just to be like, fuck it. I'm not going to be in a million places. I'm going to be in one place. And yeah. I'm going to make it real fucking simple and easy. But then even when I was talking to Dan, he's like, yeah, but I don't know like mm-hmm. if you want to do that. Because the other thing too that I thought was really interesting about that idea is like this thing we're on, this costs money. Uh, SoundCloud, yeah. that costs money. 
the website that we have that costs money. So it's like if you just streamline and go straight to fucking YouTube, that doesn't cost anything. You can upload as fucking much as you want. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. Yes. And part of me was like, good. Yes, I agree with you. However, one thing that I have found this is this is kind of the revelation that I've had this year in 2020 is that like 2020 sucks. I like well, besides that, I like I'm gonna be real with you guys. Uh, 2020 hasn't sucked that much for me. It is taking so much for me. I fucking hate this year. I know. Um, I, I joke with my wife all the time that like 2020 brought everybody down to my level. Um, <laughs> as far as like. As I'm far so as sorry, like, Dan. I don't think I could do it. I know, dude. I'm I'm the I'm the originator of that meme that was like some dude stole my stole my identity the other day. He called me crying, and I just said, "Look, dude, I know it's going to be okay." You know, like <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it's like for me, it's it hasn't been that terrible of a year. I've been able to do a lot of really cool things, and um, but I guess for me, I started realizing that like so I did discography discussion. Uh, I still do discography discussion. Um, I used to too. <laughs> yeah, John. John does it sometimes. Brandon does it sometimes. You know, like it's a nice, just the thing uh, that we. It's uh, thing that we there. We've all we've all done discography discussion, right? Like, um, no. but like, still waiting for my invite. Um. Yeah. Okay, John. Um. But uh. Yeah, I think that I think that Asley dying episode just hit like fifteen hundred downloads or something. Jesus. But anyway, like, yeah. It's like the worst episode ever, but like what I, what, what I'm getting at is that like, I, I feel like I realized early on that like doing the podcast, the discography discussion, discuss metal and, um, brutally speak that other podcast I'm on brutally speaking. Um, you know, like I have, I have, I realized that like it wasn't enough to just put the podcasts out there and just wait to be discovered. You know, like it wasn't like it wasn't doing enough. Like we have our fans, we have our listeners, and I appreciate every single one of them. But I, I do think, oh, and also especially, I appreciate Jeremy Prince who told me to tell you hello, Brandon. Uh, oh, he is unfortunately Jeremy? unable. Yeah, Jeremy's unable to make the stream tonight, but you are his favorite podcast guest. Um, <laughs> you are you are probably the world's greatest professional podcast guest. Um, no, I'm not, you know. because by this time, so many podcasts, I should have got a mic. I should have some headphones on. There's a lot more you I should have done as a podcast guest. <laughs> it's your it's it's your it's your it's your no shit given attitude that everybody loves. There you go. But um it, you think that like um I do think that uh I realized that I had to I had to like diversify kind of what my output was because I feel like like, let's be real. The, the point of doing a podcast, at least for me, was I always, you know, I I grew up, you know, kind of really following a lot of really big name, like internet personalities, uh, like Joe Rogan, like um, James Rolfe, um, you know, Jason from Metal Jesus Rocks. Like, I love those guys, and they, they have become career content creators, right? Um, and I don't think that I'm ever going to necessarily reach the level that they have reached, but... Um, I've always been really intrigued with the idea of doing content creation as a full-time job. And um, I realized I'm never going to actually be able to do that if all I do is do my audio podcasts and hope that somebody, you know, uh, reaches out to it. So in 2020, I was just like, you know what I need to do? 
I'm going to go on Twitch. I'm playing video games late at night anyway. So it's not like a huge, like, it's not like a huge strain on my soul or anything, you know, like that I'm going to have to do all this extra work in addition to the work that I do anyway, which is like scheduling interviews and, and doing things like that. But I have found that like the thing that people enjoy the most about listening to a podcast is that podcasts are run by people like us in that, like there aren't that many podcasts where it's their full-time job. So we're much more approachable. You can send me a message right now and I'll probably respond to it. Whereas like if you're a fan of a band or a a movie star, you know, or if you're John, you know, you won't, they won't just respond immediately um, to what you, to what you, you know what I mean? Cause like they're, they're just inundated with tons and tons of messages. And so I wanted to take that approachability to like the next level and just basically spend a good amount of my time being available to people. And on top of that, also kind of increasing, um, in finances. So like, like Brandon, you work in banking. Um, I used to work in banking. Um, the dumbest thing that you can do is put all your eggs in one basket. So what I what I see with you know somebody like Doc being like I'm gonna put all of my stuff on YouTube, that's putting your eggs on one in one basket and like um like uh, you know you don't want to just put everything in one place because what happens when YouTube stops being relevant? What happens when Facebook stops being relevant? What happens when Twitter stops being relevant? Instagram, like, like down the line, like it will happen. Like we didn't, we, we used to think like, I, at least I remember thinking that MySpace was invincible. You know, that like MySpace was never going to go away. It was the biggest thing ever. People launched their careers on MySpace. Um, and now it's just, it's gone. It, like it doesn't exist in any real way anymore. Um, and I just wanted to, I wanted to diversify myself enough to where if the podcasts crash and burn, like if John's like, dude, you know, we only get two downloads per episodes and I'm pretty sure that's me and you, <laughs> you know, um, there, yeah, I saw, I saw you use your Moody's medicinals, John. Uh, you know, right there. I, I also have my own uh, Moody's medicinals uh, right here. Uh, these do not have these do not have THC in them. Is this a cheap plug so for you know. sponsor here? Yeah, right. Um, but no, like I guess the point is that was a really long, lot long drawn out thing, and that's Twitch. We we like to stream for multiple hours at a time. Um, but like, I feel like you have to diversify because if all of these platforms go away. I want to at least have had an equal impact on each of the on each of the platforms so that if the podcast crash and burn, I can still be me on as a Twitch streamer and people that want to talk to me and see what I have going on are going <laughs> are going to be also um, like they're They're still going to I'm always going to I'm what I'm trying to say is I'm going to always exist in some capacity in this online in this online space, you know, and that is 100% why I disagree with Doc going directly to, you know, or going only to YouTube, is I think you have to diversify your streams. It's stupid to just have one bank account and put all your money into that bank account. You better watch out. I know, uh, brutally speaking, is uh, heavily listened to by uh, all the media outlets. And you may have just made a headline there, Dan, that Dan, in the stography discussion, uh, disagrees with Doc Coyle. <laughs> and that's the I mean, the lamb goes. 
I, I wouldn't necessarily count on that being a headline, but you know, I no. guess anything's possible, right? Yeah, no, no. I honestly, John, oh my god, with the sponsorship, Jesus. Yeah, no, we've talked about. Is that a before. good company? <laughs> the uh, the American Standards approach and what I'm doing with Twitch too is pretty much the same, which is like contrary to yeah the approach of being in one place. I think like if you have enough of falling, you can like if you're Joe Rogan, you can say I'm only gonna be on Spotify, and if people want to listen to him, they'll get Spotify. But if you're like small like i am (laughs) or you know just like podcasts or whatever i think for me it's better to be a big fish in a small sea to try to compete with everybody on youtube or everybody on spotify or like when you mentioned vero john that's a good example like when vero first came out i was there for that first month and we made so many people like as that still follow us today off of vero because still around in some capacity I, it probably is in some capacity, but I'm yeah, I'm definitely not active on there. But in that month, we had so many people that are like crossing over and finding out about us because there wasn't you know thousands of bands on there, and then very quickly there was, and very quickly it failed. But being that like that big fish in a small sea definitely helped us. And I think I think we were on there for a little while. Yeah, I think you guys were. The same yeah. approach with Twitch is like I'm not streaming. I don't know, PUBG or Call of Duty, because anybody that's streaming that is streaming because it's a huge personality already. It's like a ninja or something like that that everybody knows, or it's someone that just has really, really good, skillful gameplay. And I'm neither of those. I'll never compete with any of those people. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm like on some small game that not a lot of people are playing, maybe they'll be willing to learn about me as a person. And then just like you said, Dan, after they figure that out, then I'll play some other random game that they've never even heard of. And they may follow me to that. Cause it's, I mean, it's the same with podcasts. I mean, the majority of podcasts I listen to, I listen, I pick and choose the ones that have guests that I enjoy. And then after I listen to a few of those, if I enjoy the hosts, I like go on a limb and listen to someone that's a guest that I might even care, not care about, but then find a new respect in them because I actually like the host. Yeah, and then sometimes if you're a podcaster, you hear uh, someone on a show and you're like, how did this person get this? And I got turned down. Although there is one. If we fucking pull off the one that I requested tomorrow or yesterday. I'm not doing press right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's even worse because I text people because I have numbers. <laughs> and then they blow you off and then they're on someone else's show like a week later. And you're like, thought we weren't doing any, didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I see you. Circle of trust. Uh-oh. No, yeah, actually, I'm sitting on my own on my own stream. Sorry, that's fine. Excuse me. I mean, here's here's a fun thing. So, like, um, my wife actually was watching the uh, Letterman interview with Kim Kardashian from a few years ago. That's on Netflix now again, and it still is interesting. To think of, and it's something, you know, I've actually been trying to get someone in the adult entertainment industry on to, to talk about this. Um, and I'm not going to give away necessarily my angle in case someone else tries to, to do it and take my idea. But long and short of it, everyone is a brand now. Like, yeah, I, you know, I'm chilling bullshit that I got for free, which I mean, I actually use. I actually have not sold out NWOWCW sold out. I've not done that. Um at this point, because I, I still want the things that we use to apply to what we are. I mean, 
I think I think we can all say that we were all seeing kids at some point in the early 90s, early 2000s. So why wouldn't you want to use some kind of a fucking hair product to keep your hair up or whatever? Or, you know, now we now we're the, the you know, the bearded tough guy, dudes, not me, but like you guys. So why wouldn't you want to use a beard oil? Like it's just it's something that you would want to use. But even the coffee, like someone's like, why do you have a fucking coffee thing? Like you guys don't really talk about coffee. I was like, it's the drummer from it dies today. Totally fits. It works. So. But it's funny that everyone now, because of social media, has become somewhat of a brand. I mean, I went to dinner a couple months ago on a like at a rooftop bar just because a friend was working, and it was cool. But like, there were legit people who were taking like like put on a shawl and then like changed their hats and did some other shit, glasses on, glasses off, and like took like seventeen thousand photos of them eating like clams. Sure, and I was just like. Eat your fucking meal. Enjoy being on this rooftop. Like you don't have to take a million photos that you're gonna post potentially yeah. in over the course of the next month for your your fans. Like no one gives a fuck. Just enjoy your time. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's weird how like social media has made a made us all feel like we have to present something that it, I mean. Like I mean, straight up, so, that, right? This is the Black Mirror episode, pretty much. This is well, our step further into social media. So, like the the sort of interesting, thing, and I know Dan was sort of making a joke about it, but it's like 2020 has been probably one of the most lopsided years for me in a very long time. Like I literally started the year off putting my dog down on New Year's Day. That fucking sucked, and it sucked for a while. And then I got a puppy, and then that was pretty cool my job was okay i got a better job i just started but as soon as like i got the job and i was like celebrating getting the job my uncle died then like when i'm celebrating like okay like it was my last day at work i get a phone call literally on our way out to go to the bar and have a couple of drinks hey your friend that you used to work with just died and it's like for every for any good it's marred by something exponentially horrible and is one of those things where I've been pretty open about all of it. Like, I mean, especially, you know, in relation to the podcast, like some people are like, Oh, I can't believe you got a podcast. And I'm like, well, cause it was already done. So it wasn't hard to post something I already had done, Yeah. but I'm also not talking about it on the podcast necessarily, but on my socials, some people are like, well, I can't believe like you're, you're, you know, on Twitter, like someone was like, Oh, it seems like you're doing a lot worse than it seems like you're doing on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, I mean, my uncle and my friend dying like two weeks apart, like that's fucking horrible. And it's not something that, you know, I want to necessarily go on Facebook where everybody sees it and burden them all with my shit. Twitter is a nice, like, fucking faceless void where I can just say whatever because most people aren't on it. And it's interesting to me, like, I've learned through a friend in a completely different facet. He posts different social media stuff. So you are inclined to follow him on it all because he... You might see the beginning of a story on Facebook, but then you see something cooler on the Instagram story. Then if you follow him on Snapchat, you see even more behind the scenes shit. So he has really utilized social media to kind of create a full picture of what he's doing. Me, I utilize each one for a different thing. Facebook is just kind of what it is. I, I wish I could get rid of it. Twitter, I like a lot more because I feel like it's because you, you're limited. You kind of have to be a little more on or you can be completely raw and vulnerable. And they all work like all of those things work because you only have a very small uh, cross section of what you're doing that you can put out. And to me, I think that's been the thing I've always loved about Twitter is I feel like people you see a more realer, truer presentation of who people really are on Twitter versus anything else. Personally, 
That, no, I, I agree. For, for Twitter, I feel like I'm streaming into the void. Like, I get so little uh, feedback on that. That to me, but doesn't I isn't that say, freeing though? Yeah, no, I because say, because you don't because no on one's it. commenting on anything. Like, if you were to post maybe half the shit you do on on Facebook that you would on Twitter, and you would like case in point like there was one day i made a post i was like man having a real rough day like it's just a rough day i was hung over i was hung over as fuck and i was just rough shape but i had so many people reach out to me like texting me and sending me messages like what are you okay what's wrong and i'm like nothing i'm hung over but like i could put that on twitter and no one would say shit and so i kind of forgot what medium i was using and so as a result it just became this thing where i was like oh fuck i'm gonna take that down and i'm not i can't share certain things on facebook anymore unless i'm ready and willing to take on these other parts of it but again it's almost like we're curating our brands or our lifestyle that we're presenting to people and it's just so weird i'm wondering when that will change like uh i don't remember the the influencer that had all of her instagram followers taken away or whatever but she's like i have no skill i have no job this is how i make my money and it's like you fucking get a skill. Like yeah. being you isn't a skill. Everyone can be themselves. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a fine line because like, I'm definitely going that route in the sense of like, I'm just going to be myself and people that like discuss metal Dan will watch his stuff and do his, you know, like all that or whatever. And, but like at the same time, like that, that stuff's not all going to last forever. But even you have made the comment be- on, on both podcasts, actually, about how people have commented to you about how you're not the same, quote unquote, not the same on brutally speaking as you are on Discuss Metal. And that maybe even, or I'm sorry, on, disc- on discography discussion. And I'm I'm actually wondering if you've heard between the three now you have, if people are like, well, Discuss Metal isn't quite brutally speaking you, but it's also not quite discography discussion, Dan, either. So yeah, there's like a I mean, weird, like Hydra triple headed monster of Dan for the different versions of you <laughs> um yeah i mean i think that like here like i'll be the first one to say that i don't think that like any of those three are not valid um they're all me um it's just different facets of it like um i'm never gonna like come on brutally speaking and be like pantera is my favorite band i think that they are incredible you know or anything like drag that the um what's that drag drag the water some more Okay, yeah, I'll drag the I'll drag the waters. Uh, Joshua Toomey's new podcast, Drag the Waters podcast. Uh, you guys should go check that out. Where he interviews uh, current and former members of Pantera and people uh, associated with the Pantera camp. All in Brandy, one podcast. You want to podcast? One de- one destination, and uh, I'll take my five dollar donation now, uh, Mr. <laughs> Toomey. Thank you. Look out for Brandon and I's new podcast called uh, Drag the Lake. It's uh, Every Time I Die podcast. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> I guess I got to start the Zayo podcast now. Uh, but like, I think that's oh, it's discussion. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think that like I, I've always, and this is part of what I was talking about earlier about like diversifying um, is that like, on Brutally Speaking, um, it's almost like a more professional job where I have to like kind of put on like a, a button down shirt and a collar and, and, and be professional, you know, to a certain degree um, because we are, we are working closely with industry people. And so there are times where, you know, things that I would say on discography discussion, like this record is total garbage. I don't know what they were thinking. Why would they do this? You know, why would another human, why would they do this to me personally? You know, I, like this, I'm very offended, you know, um, discography discussions, audience enjoys that kind of more fanboy aspect 
you know, like fanboy Dan gets his feelings hurt, gets upset about things, goes on rants, <laughs> things like that. This is um, your gimmick. Really, like professional wrestling, you got gimmicks. It's not a gimmick. Team. I mean, it, it's not a gimmick in the sense of like it is how I actually feel. Um, but I think also like, in professional wrestling, every good gimmick is like a personification of like just cranked uh, up to eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like I mean, it it's not that those aren't real emotions, real genuine. It's a legitimate part of my personality. But I'm brutally speaking, I'm not gonna tell an industry person, you know, like, hey, the record you're promoting is trash. Like I know it's your job and, and like, you know I'm just not gonna do that. Dan, let me give you the and you know what? I'm gonna give a little bit of a secret. Dan always Dan and I talk about this shit all the time in our messenger. I just wanna point this out. So if you do listen to this podcast, if you ever hear me say this, this is why. So the fans I've been noticing have been saying that they don't <laughs> like the new sound or they don't like it's never you. It's never the person that's interviewing. It's your fans or the online people. Is that that's what you how called, you called uh, the singer of Six Feet Under for their new album? That was a, that's a damn thing. I don't listen to Six Feet Under. <laughs> Neither do I, I don't anymore. I to the new album just because I was curious about all the buzz. And, oh my it's terrible. God. <laughs> Dan, did you see that know. meme of a bum using a computer and they're like Chris Barnes looking at all the hate comments? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he has been in every comment section, man. That's like his full time job now. It's has crazy. he really? Yeah. Did you know? You know, it's a bad sign when you put on a new record and your record label turns off the comments on the video. <laughs> so it's good. not a good sign for record sales. Um, but uh, I guess, yeah, well, like, I got to wrap up here in just a second because it's about eight o'clock and I have to pee so hard right now. And I'll sure thing, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate you guys always having me on here, and I'm looking forward to. So I didn't catch John. Are you actually on Twitch streaming too? Outside of I'm the fig- podcast, I, I, I'm figuring it out. Um, I this sounds so lame, and actually, one of my friends has been trying to get me to do more of me just doing the podcast. Like, here's me editing it. Here's me prepping for an interview, and I'm like, no one fucking wants to see that. Yeah, um, people do boring. though. Fuck no, they don't. <laughs> no, they do though. Like, there's tons of channels out there like that, like editing my podcast or editing yeah. my YouTube channel. Like, people watch that stuff. No, that would that I have the likelihood of me doing that is as strong of a likelihood as me calling the show clickbaity because that will never fucking happen. We can still do net. We can still do finger tats and neckbeard present. Yeah, but uh, but no, I I've been trying, but like. I, I am trying to find the balance of not burning Dan out on doing podcast stuff, but still getting ahead. So if we don't want to do something for a week or something happens, like it's fine. But then I'm scheduling interviews. I'm prepping for interviews. Like I have an interview tomorrow, as long as everything pans out with Wade from Alexis on fire to talk about the movie that he scored of Jay Baruchel's that horror movie coming out. That's cool. And so like, I've been like I I've uh, been texting with a friend. I had him come over and listen to the record, and I was like, "So I'm thinking it sounds kind of like the the influences are this 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 like these five or six influences I've heard on soundtracks and composers and scores." Am I out of line? Like I know that's more your realm of listening to movie scores and so forth. And he's like, "No, I yeah, absolutely. I hear like this person and so on and so forth. It's it's a wide array of things." But that took like. <laughs> that took some time to sit down with someone and be like, "Okay, like just so yeah. I can ask one question." Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I do think, to Dan's point, there are a lot of people, especially, like, graphic designers that just get on there and they just talk through what they're doing. So maybe there's but a see, like, that's, that. uh, But I think that's at least a little more exciting because, like, when you're done, there's literally a drawing or something visual you can see. Whereas, like, my podcast is like, and I'm done. And you can't hear it for 
two more weeks. <laughs> yeah. But then again, like the other side of that. So, I mean, my, my whole approach on Twitch right now is I'm not pushing it like hard on my personal pages. I'm not making a schedule or anything. I'm doing it as much or as little as I want. Um, and, and I'm not like, I get, like to Dan's point, I guess I'm, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. It's just complimentary to what I already do. And I think for you guys, and Dan and I talked a little about this on the on the stream yesterday that him and Joe joined. Like to me, it would be cool if one of you guys just got on and you're like, "All right, I've got some time to jump on Twitch." I know my friend from X, you know XYZ band is also like free that night. Let's get on. One of us picks a game. We play a co-op game, and we go through yeah. a very loose interview, like not a like a standard interview, but in the background, you've got the game playing. You have a reason why that game was playing because someone chose it out of those two people, and then you're just talking to each other, like freeform, you know. And it doesn't have to be an hour long. It doesn't have to be like a set, like you know, get, let's get from point A to point B. Just like you're both gonna play that game. You're both friends, and you're like also complimenting what you do in the interview space in a different format, you know? Totally. Yeah, I feel like the games that I like to play are, like I said, like right now, Last of Us 2 is is a big one that I'm, I'm trying to work my way through. But I don't feel like, like, because it's so in my head, like I'm yeah. li- listening to it, like, you know, when the controller with headphones, that I'm probably not going to really pay attention to people. I'm just going to play and probably be like, oh, shit, ah, by myself. You, say, like, you like the competitive game. So, like, I mean, oh, like, yeah, but like, like UFC and like if you're playing Madden or something and you just jumped on and said, okay me and so-and-so from this band are going to get on and play some Madden or play some FIFA or whatever, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I played some dude, and he said he was streaming it, and I, fi- I found him. He's like, oh, dude, so many people are watching. And he had, like, two people watching, and I was one of them. And <laughs> like, it was a close game down to the last I mean, that happens. Okay, and then, yeah. like, we played another game, and, like, he beat the brakes off me. But I, at that point, I was just like, I'm not going to quit. I, I don't care. Like, like I'm not always going to be the best fucking person at every game. Like it's unrealistic, yeah. but like, it's fun. I I mean, one of my favorite things in UFC is just to talk shit. So like when you like fucking knock someone out and you're like, sit the <laughs> fuck down little boy. Holy shit. Let me like, Oh, look at that. But like, now, I actually think it would that be with Wade from uh, Alexis on fire. I'm going to tune in. See, I actually <laughs> think uh, what I want to, like, uh, I want to, I could just be on it. I was talking to uh, speaking of good company. I was talking to uh, Nathan Mowry, who works for AEW and does Kind Punk Films, so like all the stuff for DDP Yoga and the Fozzie oh, videos man. and shit. Uh, and we were talking last night or texting last night, and because he sent me a photo of him playing something with Sting, like literally Sting in his makeup and all that shit. They were playing an N64. I was like, please tell me you're playing WCW NWO Revenge because that would just make yeah. my life. And he goes, Nah, the controllers were just like there as props. They were just bullshitting. I was like, Ah, oh, fuck. But then I got to think, I was like. How dope would it be to like go back and play like like uh, RJ City, like one of my favorite independent wrestlers, has been going through and trying to do the perfect Royal Rumble from one of the old like late eighties, early nineties WWF games. Yeah, and so like one of like he's been going through with each character, and he's like, oh, I got fucking Bastion Booger. Like, who the fuck wants this dude? And then you know, like whatever. But like, it's kind of fun watching those games and playing. And like, I think it'd be kind of fun to be like, all right, we're gonna like just do Bash at the Beast matches, like dream matches. Like, okay, Jared Jericho versus like Hubertu Guerrero or La Parca, or yeah. like we're only doing cruiserweights and it's a first blood match. Like, so even though that's not a stipulation, like as soon as like you get someone to bleed, it's like all right, done. I, I won. Yeah. So I mean, like it, it's things like that that like I think those would be fun. But I also don't know who the fuck would even care. And I'm like I said, I'm so busy doing so much of the like and Dan will test. I do probably bug him to death where I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm prepping for this, I might get this, this didn't pan out, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm trying to also have like my marriage and then you know play these things <laughs> right. that I just fucking spent a lot of money on. 
and well, it comes back down to so like <laughs> if you're not planning it as something on top of all that, it's just something you were going to do anyways, and it makes sense. But then you've I gotta, like, like something to work. Time, I'm like, you know, like, I have to. I'm going to get on Twitch. Yeah. Fair. I feel like, like if Dan's gonna thing. play for two hours a night anyways, he might as well stream it, even if two people are only watching. But if he has totally, to man. sacrifice like getting on for two people to watch as opposed to hanging out with his kids or doing his podcast or <laughs> whatever it is, then yeah, that's well, the yeah, story. Like look at dudes like Jeremy Prince. Like I love that dude because he watches all my streams and that's like our time to hang out. Like we've become like friends, you know, through this and um it's cool just to get to hang out with him. Like so for me it's worth it, like a hundred percent. You know, just just to do that because it's like, even though nobody likes watching their big brother play a game, it was cool when your friends came over and you got to show them a new game. Yeah, and so in a lot of ways, it's, it's very it's very much like that. So, and you know, I I do think I I don't think I'm going to get to this point, but if I like remember the feeling when you played a show and like actually a dozen people showed up. And every single person in that crowd mattered so much, and you were so excited. <laughs> I feel like something big happened. But then, the yeah, that's a screenshot like, that John. To to close that statement, it's like the other side of that is if this gets so big and hundreds of people are following or thousands of people are following, and the chat's going so active that you can't keep up, I don't know that it's going to mean as much anymore. Like to me, like it's cool when a dozen people are in the chat talking, but when I can't keep up with it anymore, I don't know it's going to be the same feeling, you know? Yeah, totally. I don't. Anyway, so I got to go, guys. I really appreciate you guys always being really cool and supportive. Dan. Yeah, Brandon, thank you. You guys always, uh, you guys are awesome, man. And then John, that lighting. And I'm I'm eyeing the toys you got in the background. Real quick, what do you have back there? Is it a Mesa Boogie and a... So, yep, that's a Mesa... Uh, um, fuck, there we go. So, uh, there we go. Uh, Mesa Boogie slanted 4x12. Uh, I just bought this EVH uh, 5153 with the EL34s in it. So, uh right before everything happened and then i bought these are all my god damn i'm terrible with this um these are all my esps uh i my ec1000 nope wrong way again and i opened a drawer vintage black uh ec1000 and then the one next to this the uh this is a nice uh but so the sound is it the band? Or are you recording some solo stuff? What are you doing here with all this nice equipment? He's going to start a SoundCloud rap career. Yeah, <laughs> actually. But uh, no, so like uh, my buddy Tyler, who I posted about earlier, Tyler Strotzel, um, he uh, was like, yo, so I got a dude. I know you like ESPs. Dude selling his EC1000 for a, his dog's uh, upcoming surgery. That person ended up being Vincent from Acacia Strain. And I was like, why the oh, fuck dude. does Vincent have a, uh, a guitar? <laughs> And uh, so this was Vincent's. I don't think it's, I mean, based on how it looked when I got it, I don't think he's ever played it. There's um, lots of metal singers that play guitar. Anyway. I know. <laughs> but uh, this thing plays like a dream. And then I uh, had him put the nice, Switch uh, Fishmans in it, which they are phenomenal. So this has now become my go-to EC1000. And then uh, I was looking at buying a seven-string. Jeez. I think you might just be a gearhead. You're buying more guitars than you have time to play, man. I've actually been playing a lot more though as a result, but I ended up picking up this uh seven string EC or uh, EC four oh seven uh from Andrew from the Ghost Inside. He uh, was like, I got this thing, I can't really play it because I have a Kiesel sponsorship, sell it to you for like two hundred bucks. Jeez. Nice. Deal, man. So well I'm looking right forward in- to the SoundCloud album here. I don't know how that ties into playing guitar, but uh <laughs> 
Well, hey, man, thanks a lot. We'll we'll do this hey, again sometime you. soon, and we, you and I will have to hook up and do some co-streams. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of those retro games on your stream, dude, and um, appreciate hey. you joining mine, and also just Absolutely. having me on this uh, on Brutally Speaking podcast. Have a good one, guys. You too, man. Have a good night. Bye.